All right, and uh, hello, everybody. Um, welcome to 90 Minute Life. Um, before we get into um, intros and stuff, um, I, I don't know, or for those who listened to our uh, last episode, um, just with everything going on with Black Lives Matter and civil rights and all that stuff, um, we did a moment of silence. So uh, we discussed it, and uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna continue that. So. Um, we're going to do that. We'll do a minute of silence. So by, you know, by any means or by all means, feel free to, to join in and take part. And if not, you know, that's cool too. It's fine. So we'll do a minute. We'll let you know when we're going to start it and then we'll kick it up. So, you know, you can, you can fast forward the minute and it's easy and you don't miss out on anything. So I think we'll, uh, we'll start it at, we'll do it at uh, one at one fifty. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it at one fifty. And then, like five seconds. Yeah, so we'll do that, and then three, two, one. Tweet. Oh, hopefully All right. a whistle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tweet. I don't have a whistle, so yeah. Now we can. Now we can do intros. Um, but and, and again, you know, that's just what we want to do to show our support. Yes, um, absolutely. We're not like pushing things on people, and it's just what we want to do. So by all means, you know, join in if you want, mm-hmm. or you know, do do whatever you want to do. You do yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You do you. So, okay. So, yeah. Welcome to uh, episode 35. Episode 35, right? Yeah. Yeah. Messed up the intro. Uh, welcome to episode 35 <laughs> of 90 Minute Life. It is Monday, September 7th. And as always, we are your hosts. Um, he's Joshua Petrowski. I'm Paul Petrowski. And uh, again, yeah, 90 Minute Life. Uh, it's the, We're doing the footy stuff. Um, if you're new to our podcast... We structure our podcast around a 90-minute football match. <clears throat> and now with that, we're being in a thrust into a full season and we've got stuff, lots of footy stuff. Um, we've been using most of the 90 minutes to talk all footy. Um, but we also, you know, we do the other stuff as well. You know, what video games are we playing? We Lately, we've been talking about how awesome Game Pass is. <laughs> And so yep. just the, all the, you know, the, the life stuff is all the other non, non-footy stuff. And we have a super, super awesome surprise or not, I guess it's not a surprise because we're going to say what it is. <laughs> so treat, yeah. special treat. Yeah. Yeah. Special, special treat. 
Yeah, tell tell everybody. Don't keep anybody in suspense. Let's, yeah, go let's... ahead and tell them what it is. <laughs> so, um, uh, Josh and I were uh, lucky enough, privileged enough, honored enough—all the adjectives. Uh, we were able to talk to Jordan Brown. Um, he, what yeah. little time he had in his busy schedule, he allotted some of us some of that time, and we had a great conversation with him. And mostly. Mm-hmm. It was hardly anything to do with footy like it stuff. Wasn't, like it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was indirectly. It was indirectly about football, but not like, you know, how do you feel about your past completions and blah 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 and performance and stuff. It was. It, it was very good. If if you know, it, it's very in line with how with what we've been talking about a lot since the beginning of this podcast, and you know, just like the importance of community and now more than ever with everything going on and it was a great conversation yeah we're gonna we talked again about our favorite subject and that's community and i think now is more it's more important now it always was important but i think now there's going to be a huge importance on community so we had a great we had a great chat with him about that yeah we're gonna what we're gonna do is we'll uh probably talk for about an hour or so you know, pretty much first half, maybe a few minutes longer, and then we'll let you know. And then we're just going to, we're going to, I'm going to include that interview at the end of this episode. So it's just going to roll right into there. It'll, it'll all be in the time codes. If you want to skip all of our stuff and go right into hearing what Jordan Brown has to say. Yeah. Yeah. If you go, oh, screw these guys. You talk to Jordan <laughs> Brown. Yeah. You're like, you talk to Jordan Brown. Sweet. Okay. Skip, 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 skip. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, I'll have, a, I'll have all that information up in there. So, yeah, we, um, we were going that's... to record yesterday, but we figured we know we watched the games that were yesterday because the first the first stage wrapped up yesterday. That's right. And then um, I I actually I used a lot of yesterday to kind of prepare for this recording. So that was cool. so yeah, we decided to do it now. Cool, cool. Yeah, we've been pretty well doing it Monday, so the last few weeks now. So I think it worked. It worked out with games having. Uh, finished up on Sunday, and then there's Monday, yeah. and you can process your thoughts. But uh, yeah, what do you do? You want to start with um, from our last episode? Do you want to start with the games that were played and the score score lines of of those games? Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, today is the yeah. Today's the seventh. Wednesday, Tuesday. Here we go. I have uh, so I have them up in front of me. Oh, okay. If yeah, sweet. Yeah, I was just grabbing. Cool, cool. <clears throat> yeah, oh, it was uh, pretty well because our last episode was around Monday the thirty first. So Tuesday the first was uh, FC Edmonton versus York Nine, um, with York Nine winning one nil against FC Edmonton. Such a, and unfortunately, and I think yeah, as of that game, I don't. I don't remember now, and I stupid me, I forgot to write this little note or little tidbit down. Yeah, were they officially eliminated? Like they knew they weren't advancing. Was it before that game, or was the, the result won- of is or the result I of that think, game? I think it was the result of that game being uh, a loss for FC Edmonton again. It was that one that officially took them out of competition. They might have had a chance had they won that game. Well, because like, even if they won, they only had one game after that. So, yeah, 
So but I that would have been. I'm pretty sure there. So it might have been the Saturday the 29th. Out. Yeah, I yeah. think they knew Saturday the 29th when they lost to Ottawa that they're done. I think so. I, I think there might have been some pie in the sky chance if they had won that Tuesday game and if if the stars aligned with every game after that. But it was pretty well official. And you know what? It's funny. We say that, and I don't remember if we mentioned (laughs) in our last episode that Edmonton's officially done. So we might have just double backed on ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, who knows? Maybe. So apologize if we're retarded. (laughs) Um, Wednesday. Do you have Wednesday up? Do you want me to? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was uh, Winnipeg Valor taking on Halifax Wonders. I call them Halifax Wonders. Everyone's like HFX. God. Well, I mean, either one of those is their name, but I, I'm quite partial to the uh, HFX. Oh, it sounds cool. Sorry about that. <laughs> Did it get weird there for a second? No, I didn't hear nothing. I, I got a stupid phone call, so my bad. Oh nope didn't uh, didn't hear anything. So okay, good. Who won against uh, uh, so Winnipeg? So Valor FC and Halifax Wanderers. Who won? Halifax. Yeah, they won. They won two nil. Good for yeah. Good for Halifax. Good for yeah. HFX. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> well, we they're kind of our number two team that we cheer for. No uh, offense to Ballard, like no, no, I like they're, Ballard, the, but... they're the Norwich of who or uh, Halifax. Ballard? They're like they're, they're like the Norwich of the CPL, or maybe because Norwich got relegated, so maybe or like Wolverhampton. You know, Halifax is like the Wolverhampton of the CPL because you just want to cheer for them all the time. Yeah. And you always want yeah, yeah. them to do good. And it's like when Wolves play, they're just like, they're so, <laughs> you want them to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. That game too, it also had a, a red card against Valor. So they were down to 10 men. So that was, that was a bummer for Valor. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit bummed that uh, Valor didn't make uh didn't make the cut, but we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. Um, the following game was uh, Pacific FC and Athletic of Ottawa, and uh, Athletic of Ottawa one nil uh, against Pacific. And uh, so that in was, stoppage so that, time. That was the, so it was on Wednesday that we were talking to Jordan Brown while the game was yeah, on. That game was on, and we heard in the background we heard uh, some cheering, and I I didn't have my TV on, but I. At, that was the moment that Atletico Ottawa had scored, and we're like, yeah. "Whoa!" <laughs> that I, was that was cool. I, I should have asked him who he was uh, bunked with or who he was watching the game with, but uh, yeah, 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 that was funny. Yeah, so it was a crazy, you know that that was like a kind of a wrench for for Pacific, like it almost messed them up, and it gave Atletico Ottawa like it, it gave them their chance, but. Uh, We'll we'll get into the, that stuff. Gets into the other conversation of who would, who didn't advance and who did. So yeah, let's let's skip ahead to the scores. Let's go. Let's continue. Saturday. Uh, speaking of Valor again, Valor FC played Forge FC, two two draw. Yeah, two two draw. Valor played super well in that game. They literally threw everything they had at Forge. They did, and they almost won that game. Like they they got the kitchen sink, then they took the piping. Then they're like, yeah. screw it. We're going to strip the house and we're going to throw <laughs> the insulation, the drywall, the copper yeah. piping. Like, we'll fuck talk it. more about everything. We'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll talk more about Valor. I, I 
I want to talk a little bit about uh, about the teams that didn't advance, but uh, we'll spend a few minutes on them. I, I'm really impressed with Valor overall, I, which is what I couldn't say last season. Which is so that's hey bonus. <laughs> um, and then Cavalry FC versus York Nine. Yeah. Uh, FC or well, I think it's just York Nine. They don't officially have an FC at the end of it. York so nine. my bad. My bad, all the footy fans going, it's not York 9 FC, dumbass. I'm sorry. I like saying FC after everything. And I had it on my brain. Um, 1-0 uh, for Cavalry, yep. which was a – that was a must win. And, and must just win. a little, little bit of a side note, a little bit of heartbreak in that game with the uh, – Yeah. With the injury. And so before we talk about that game, just very quickly – so, um, you know, Oliver Minitel was yeah, injured, he... like season, and if depending upon how rehab works, like career threatening injury, like it, it was pretty nasty. It, it so, was a, it's a it's a very dangerous injury that he that he received. So, yeah, there there is a uh, GoFundMe set up for Oliver Minitel. Yeah, um, please check out uh, the uh, Foot Soldier Supporters Group Facebook page for details. And, message any message any of them, and you're probably wondering info. like, why would he need the money? And before you even consider that, so, so yeah, he so Oliver Minitel he even got in touch with the foot soldiers and said thanks for the support. Yeah, the club and my insurance are probably covering it. So you know, if he doesn't take the money you know then it's at least something for charity of whatever either the club wants to choose or maybe it goes to oliver and he donates it but either way it's just it's it's for a good cause and we it, it, as soon as he was injured it was like all right we got to support this guy because yeah. this goes this this goes beyond you know you guys are fans and you know you're why would you do that for a player who has money or whatever like, we don't know how much these guys make the current theme is that they yeah. don't make much but they I, probably got covered from like clubs yeah and, you know, i you mean i know they're not like, yeah they're like, not, they're not they don't rich. got lionel messi money kicking around no like they're not rich but they're they're probably making like they're making a living wage either way it's just making we a wanted, wage it, that we you can to, live on but the point is that it's, as soon as it happened we wanted to show our support whether he took it or not and yeah shout out to uh shout out to sean clark for setting it all up uh the head of the foot soldiers he he was he got the he did all the details and the setting up so shout out to the foot soldiers and sean clark for like instantly talking about it and then setting it all up that's really amazing to see and again like if he doesn't actually need it it'll get it'll go somewhere worthwhile yeah exactly it's something very it's something very Cool. It's it's heartbreaking when an injury like this happens because it's, it's a really intense injury, and so you know. But this is why we're all part of the Cavalry we'll, FC family. This goes beyond. Yeah. This goes so beyond speedy, fans and stuff like that. It's yeah. So why we're called much supporters. love. Yeah, much love to Oliver Minatel and his family. Um, get well soon. We want to see you on the pitch soon, but I mean, well, it won't be soon. But like, you know what we should have done. Son of a bitch! I got it. What? I just, I just had an idea. Oh, okay. What was making your idea? Brazilian ghost T-shirts? Oh, oh, cool. Yeah, maybe. Man, I always think of these things later. 
Yeah. So, anyways. Anyway, yeah. Shout out to uh, Oliver Minatel to the Foot Soldiers. And we'll we'll get go well more. Soon and... We'll get more in depth about that game, but w- because we mentioned it, like, oh yeah, by the way. Yeah, we just we wanted to mention that, and our our hearts go out to. And to I, I would Minitel. feel really bad if we started going on about other stuff and that that didn't get mentioned. So it's like, yeah. Oh yeah. Mention, yeah. Mention that now. Totally. So get well soon, Oliver. Um, yeah. Get well soon, and we'll uh, we'll cheer for you, even if it's not as a player. We cheer and for you as a human being. You know what? Being. Let's maybe this is your opportunity to get some cybernetic implants and <laughs> turn I yourself mean, turn yourself into Deadpool or get some Wolverine metal bones in there. Yeah, get yeah. some like <laughs> carbon fiber fiber metal blades that go inside your legs that aren't bones, but you know they look like bones, but they make you run like super super fast <laughs> yeah and you don't get injured because someone could trip you like i didn't feel that i got metal for bones yeah yeah so maybe yeah, that'd be cool maybe explore more scientific options <laughs> i mean that's what i would do of course but that's just because yeah, i always i always do that though when i get my eyes tested i'm like how far away are we from like bionic eyes and they're like We're still a few years away yeah josh I'm like god damn it um anyways uh yesterday was the last round last day of um last day of games yep uh it started with uh halifax wanderers taking on uh, atletico ottawa two nil win for uh halifax wanderers yeah and then uh and then what was the last game there it was pacific pacific fc and fc edmonton mm-hmm. and, and which for was pacific for Pacific to save their season, they had to win that game. Yeah, they, that was a must, must win, and yeah, not draw. They, were, they had to no. get all three points. Yeah, they were playing for fourth place. And then at that so, point, FC Edmonton were just playing for playing. You know, playing for yeah, pride, then playing Edmonton, for yeah. So because York Nine was in fourth, and Pacific was in, I think they were fifth and sixth. Like there was a whole bunch of there was a bunch of teams that were all tied with similar points, but either way they had to, if they won that game, they would knock York nine into fifth and they would advance instead of York nine, which is what happened. York nine are now officially in fifth, which means they're, they were eliminated from they're the gone. They're group gone, stage. Dude. So that's the results of the game. So we're on to the group stage. So, so I guess, before we go into cavalry, because then we'll just rant and go on and ramble. And um, <laughs> out of the four team, so we know. So I guess so who's going through? We got cavalry, forge, Halifax, Pacific, mm-hmm. and in not yes. order. I didn't rank them in because I know I got them out of order. I was just saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. just saying who the teams were. I wasn't yeah. saying them. So in the order. actual order is yeah, uh, the cavalry actual or... order. Cavalry FC, first place, 13 points. Yeah, forever first. Uh, with 12 points, but they have one more goal than Forge does. Second place is Halifax Wanderers. Forge uh, Forge FC, third place. Uh, Pacific FC, fourth place with 11 points. That is the actual placings. So... Because the actual placings go into who plays who and who plays when and blah, blah, yeah, blah. First, first plays fourth, second plays third. So, yeah. Um, to start. Yeah, let's see. One, or some, uh, something like that. Oh, second is playing third. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Because, first, yeah. First place, fourth, second place, third. Yeah. Second, third, first and fourth. Yeah. Because so Wednesday, which is two days from now is uh wanderers play forge cavalry plays pacific so oh man 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 so how do you feel about the top four so okay like, overall well, okay so we're, okay I, it's funny i was going to ask you a question but okay so we'll wait till oh, we'll, no we'll, that's we'll fine okay question. no 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 it's <laughs> we're, we're doing it in opposite order of what i would have asked you so what was your question again well just so what how do, do you I think feel the top of... four so how do you feel of like so this is our top four cavalry wanderers forge pacific yeah how do you how do you feel about that no that's good i i think yeah. if you're if you're halifax if you're stephen hart you're like fuck yeah sorry but you're just from the disappointing season you had last year to now you're into the mm-hmm. group stage you know what i think yeah. if they if they fail right now fine they they did better than last year and i think that's oh, all steve they I they think that's all well. Stephen Hart wanted to do was just like, well, we can't get any worse. They so I, I think well. he was going to take anything as a plus. So as mm-hmm. in he got to the group stage, it's like, fuck yeah. Like we, we already did significantly better than last year. Boom. When there's no end, but they were playing good. Yeah. They very, I'm very happy with, uh, with, um, with how HFX played, like overall, they, and just like we've talked about, um, like with uh, the previous season, we kind of got into watching, like whenever they were playing, if it was them playing anybody but Cavalry, we were like, come on, go Halifax. They were just, there was so much fun to, to watch. A lot of it was due to the, when you would watch, uh, their home games, the home game is it called yeah. the kitchen? I believe is what they call their stands. And yeah, the kitchen. Everyone is just dancing and having a good time. Like the atmosphere that those guys created. What is it? The privateers, eighteen eighty-two or something like that. Privateers. Yeah. Um, they create such a fun atmosphere at uh, home games for Halifax. So that was a big part of. Uh, for my team in the East, it was kind of Halifax Wanderers, and so it's good to see them. And it's good to see them in second, like yeah. second place. Like that's yeah, crazy. I'm glad they that's overtook awesome. Forge. I don't care how they did it. They overtook Forge. That they again, did, yeah. that's another plus. They 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 overtook Forge. Like yeah. they went from was it were they dead? They were dead last last year. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I think they, they were, were dead last. last last year. Now you go to second. That's that's a win. You've now you've exceeded expectations, jump. and like I'm glad they got Peter. Oh, Chalet? That's how they say it? Chalet? I think so, yeah. Gosh, yeah. Apologies to everyone, me getting this wrong. But well, he played good. That, well, Corey, uh, Morelli. There was a guy named uh, yeah, Morelli. He scored a goal or a couple yeah, of goals, he was good. I believe. He missed Corey the last. Bent. Corey Bent, yeah. Corey Bent was always on fire whenever that dude was on the pitch for Halifax. Very, um, very pleased. The Ox, which is his official, I that's my official name for him is the Ox. It's a good nickname. Yeah, um, I've seen that float around here and there, and I'm I'm very happy that people he, are catching on to it. He upped his game this year. He did pretty good. Yeah, like, and their last game they got a clean sheet. So you don't, you can't yeah. ask. You you get in second, you advance, and you get the clean sheet. Mm-hmm. That's some Jose or that's some Jose Mourinho magic yeah. going on there. Like, and I say, and I say that because I'm watching. Sorry, I mentioned Jose Mourinho because I'm watching the All or Nothing. Oh. Tottenham nice. Hotspur. Oh, I don't cool. like Tottenham. 
Fuck it. I don't like no no Spurs allowed. Sorry really to funny. the to the Spurs fan. There's a very there's someone very specific who's like, <laughs> "Go damn it, guys! Fuck you!" No, um, just kidding. I don't know. Like I, I like but... I like Jose Mourinho. He's a good manager. Anyway, <clears throat> uh, and shout out to Pacific FC. Like they, you know, oh, through the course I'm, of the tournament. Oh man, you know what? I don't know who I wanted in. If it was Pacific or York Nine, I just yeah. They... I just I find I just so I'm really glad that Pacific FC is in. For part of it is just because you know we're brothers and we like to poke each other a little bit, and I'm kind of a little bit smiling of a little bit of irony of we started the island games and you were talking about Pacific and you know not to go over that stuff but you were a little bit a little bit underwhelmed by them yeah and here look at and here look look where we are now they're <laughs> they're advancing into the group stage I I, I find that funny you know what they barely I, won that game yesterday though so saying. <laughs> Uh, if they could well, barely beat Edmonton, then well, shout out to Edmonton. They they held in there for their last game and and uh, they they gave it their all. Their all wasn't good enough, unfortunately. And Pacific's got some good players, and they're finally starting to spread their wings. So hey, we'll see what the group stage holds for Pacific. But yeah, I I like they... Pacific for one only one thing. Paul Modica. Yep. He's he's a good manager because I like whenever the camera pans to him when they score, oh ho- man, he's ho- all holy hell, he's really animated. He reminds he's really me of um, <laughs> uh, oh geez, uh, what's that dude's name? Jimon, Jimon, Jimon. Oh, the act- okay, yeah, the, the actor, Jimon Hanasu. That's it. He reminds me of him. Yeah, he's a good actor too. Um. So I want to talk a little bit about the four teams that didn't advance. So York 9, Valor, Athletic of Ottawa, FC See, I, Edmonton. I, I guess so that brought me to what my question was for you. Okay. Out of the four teams that didn't make it, who was your standout team, I guess? Um, my standout team is going to be I'm going to cheat because I'm going to combine York 9, Valor, and Athletic of Ottawa. York 9... <laughs> I'm cheating. York nine, they did kind of what Pacific did and just due to some standings, they, uh, they didn't make it through, but they could have, and they would have, and they would have Pacific and York nine could fluctuate between who advances and who doesn't of both deserve it. Unfortunately, it was only, it was between one of them and Pacific went through. So York, York nine did very well this season. They had their only loss was to Cavalry FC. Uh, Valor, they have the highest scoring game in the Island game so far with four goals in one game. That was the best I've ever seen Valor play out of two seasons combined. And just in general, but Va- and, Valor... And not, not to take credit, sorry, not to take credit away from Valor, but they were, like, when on that game, because it, it was against Athletico Ottawa, Athletico yeah. Ottawa went down to 10 men. Still, yeah. So... But they took I, advantage maybe there was... when they should have. Like exactly, and that's that's what a good team does. And Athletic Ottawa didn't defend well in that game. Regardless, I know they're down a man. It's very confusing, but but then that leads me into. So I, I was just I was very impressed with Valor because they had a not a great season last season, and I think this season was definitely a positive step forward. Of they they know now what they need to build on. They can take enough positives to go like. We can play 
we know what we need to do. We can be hopefully even better in a more traditional season setting. Yeah. Um, Atletico Ottawa expansion team. They almost, they almost advanced. They almost advanced. So they're, I guess I'm going to, they're going to be my standout because. Okay. If, if they were only, if they were more disciplined, then I think they would have done a lot better. I think so too. I, it, I, think, you know, I, early... I think they, they kind of maybe the pressure of being the, the new kids on the block and this was their inaugural season yeah. and it, you know, bubbles and pandemics and all the yeah, person yeah. and all the other, and, all, and then all the personal things going on. Like it was very, an emotionally draining tournament, I think just, with all the non-funny course, stuff yeah. happening, so I just think, and then you know, every, absolutely. I, I I think maybe that uh, I think all the factors kind of went into why they didn't advance, but they're my standout because yeah, they, um, they, they did Javier. They did very like, well. Javier or Francisco Acuna. Like oh, he was he was really good. He was so good. Yeah. They had a. I'm blanking on a few of the names, but there's a couple names on Athletic Water about that. Um, when they play it, well, well, their first goal was scored by uh, Muhammad Karuma. Is that the, I'm getting that name right? Yeah, I believe um, so. He was very good. Uh, Fisk. I think he's a. I think he's a very good captain. I like for that him team. more now that he's on Athletic Ottawa than I did when he was on Pacific. You know, I think I just don't like Pacific. <laughs> well, I was going to say that kind of. You because could, you know what, one of our I favorite was, players, I was for cursing Cavalry Haber, Haber so much last year. Like it was just, oh, he's one of your there favorite was, players now. And but it's because it's just like he was so when we played against him, he was just that player. I was like, ah, and then he, he was just the him. one that dug. He dug underneath your skin, and because yeah, we were yeah. playing against him. But now that he's on our team, of course, he's my favorite guy now. Like, <laughs> he yeah. is good, but I mean, and I. To be fair and to get on record, I do. There actually, there are. I my favorite player on Pacific is Bustos. Marco Bustos. Oh, okay. I like. Um, I I, I want to get his name right. Verhoven. Well, there's a Verhoven and a Verhoven. Um, it's the younger <laughs> one. I don't remember what one which one it is. To be honest, I'm sp- I'm gonna specifically look it up. I'm going to specifically look it up. I'm going to specifically? I'm going to specifically look it up. And to, I like, um, and, I, and, I, and I do like, he was way better this year. Um, you know, I, uh, Victor Blasco. Okay. Such a pain in the ass player too. Zach but Verhoeven. That, that's who you want. I, okay. When I mean the he, pain in the ass player, he, he yeah, yeah. Get in your face, and they're always doing good things. So yeah, maybe I just like yeah. to kind of rip on Pacific a little bit, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. Um, it's it's done with love. Exactly. My favorite, I, I like one of my top. Uh, I found this. I found the roster. Zach Verhoven. He's midfield. Uh, he's one of my top. My one of my favorite players from Pacific FC right now. Whenever I hear Verhoven and Verhoven, I think Zoolander. I don't know why. <laughs> I see someone going to oh yeah Verhoeven Verhoeven <laughs> something I don't know why yeah yeah anyway you know who else is good though on Pacific I'm looking at it Lucas McNaughton he's a defender he he was always good his name was always coming up of doing something crazy and awesome yeah well you he, know what he, I, he did well did really well I think and 
my thing with so actually I found this both with Valor Pacific and York Nine. They need my own personal opinion. Yeah. They need a traditional number nine. No false okay. nine. So in, in, in football world, your number nine is your striker. So they just need to score goals. The, the number well the they, they need they need a true number nine player. They need a mm-hmm. true striker. They need someone that well, signed a contract on this team to do nothing but score goals and then we're yeah. gonna and then we're gonna play money ball and we're gonna find players <laughs> that statistically instead of using money ball quotations of getting on base, who can make passes so that yeah. guy can score goals. Because I think they need a traditional number nine yeah. on all you of those made teams. A, you made a you made you mentioned Norwich earlier. They need a Timu Puki. Well, he's they, their number. Yeah, he's their number nine. He's um, Norwich's number nine. They, uh, Byron Munich is number nine. Is uh, Robert Lewandowski uh, our number nine? Is Jordan Brown or sorry, our Cavalry FC's yeah. number nine is Jordan Brown. He's a striker. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And then in the world of strikers, then you go into, that's why I mentioned false nines, because there are tactical formations that you can bring up the false nine. And the false nine's job is to get defenders out of position. For, so the oh, number, pretend. so the, yeah. To so pretend the number, he's going to so strike. The, yeah, and then... Exactly. Mm. So they need people that just, they, they need a guy that they can rely on goal scoring or a number, yeah. I say a number nine. Yeah, yeah, they just they need yeah. some strikers. Yeah, I mean that's that's that's. And they fair. need like I, I no think... hybrid players, just a straight up number nine goal scorer. Yeah, yeah I was, uh, yeah, all, all of those things. I, I think like York Nine especially had a. They very easily could have been, in the group stage. I will say that I'll, I'll reveal that I had York Nine in my, overall bracket fantasy for the entire tournament i already lost because i said it was going to be cavalry and atletico ottawa for the final oh i said cavalry york nine so (laughs) so we both lost yeah but i you know what i was pardon me there i was close i i I did pay a halifax to go through i think i think i did too i i don't remember i'd made it like a month ago yeah so i can't remember exactly I should have written it down, but I just did it in the on the app there, and then sent it all the way through. But, but uh, I, and I guess the only thing now we have to wait for is, you know, another disappointing season. Way more disappointing than last year. They went down last year, where other teams went up. FC Edmonton went down. Um, yeah. I'm, really, I'm I'm really bummed, bummed. for I'm I'm bummed for that team because I like Jeff Paulus a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know what you go from here. I don't know what you do. Um, I think I think they've got a lot of like I think they've got a lot of good players. I think what they need maybe is more. Uh, they need a off season, and they need a regular season. Well, I was yeah because I think because like, I think they've got a good team. You know, I think you maybe gonna... they can. I think maybe they can slot in a couple. I think if you're going to talk about a team that needs goal scorers, I think Edmonton for sure. They definitely need some people who can score goals. Like, hey, get a couple, maybe, get a couple maybe, more strikers. I would actually, I would love to see Easton Ungaro on a team that can provide him service. Yeah, maybe he's a good, he's a great player for FC Edmonton. Like, 
He scored there. Well, he, he scored. He, uh, he was in the golden. He was in the golden boot race last year. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like FC Edmonton, they've got some good. They've got some good players, and if they play well, they're on par with any other team. It's just they they fall apart faster and than I, and a I'm lot not, of teams do. I'm not ripping on Connor James or. I don't know if they need to maybe bring in a different keeper or they need to defend better. And I'm probably going to say that maybe, maybe, maybe defend better. But again, you know, it was such a, it was such a weird season. Like it was like, they I don't had... think we saw the true FC Edmonton. No, that we by, no supposed, by no means that, that we were supposed to see this year. But at the same time, no, I guess <coughs> I, I, I know all the counter arguments against that, that, you know what? This is the season, and too bad. That's true. I mean, it's that is the thing. Like, I don't think we've seen the real FC Edmonton that can be made out of the players that they have exactly the way they are now. But this is the season, and it's a result nonetheless. And it's not the one. It's not a very good one. You, they but, had, you know, they had a little, a little rocky there for the. Uh, my just so my personal know. opinion. I think Jeff Paulus steps down as head coach and just moves you think he on. Does? I, 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 you don't think he'll coach? Uh, I, I just my personal, I think he'll do, yeah, I, I think he'll, I think sp- he'll do half a season. Cause he's, uh, well, that's, that's tough. That's, that's tough on a team though. Yeah. But I think, I think, what I think, I don't think he's going to step down. I, but I, I think, think he'll, he, but I think he'll make it, I think he'll make it knowing that, he wants to retire after this season. And what will happen is he will protege mentor a new coach at the same time as coaching. Possibly. And that, person, your... and that person will be made public as well as this is, this is who I'm training to be my, my yeah, replacement. I guess. That's, so I that's think he does weird, that though. Like to just do it publicly <clears throat> like that. I just, cause he's their interim general manager. Yeah. I, I say I he does one make, of the, that's why I, I think he does be... one of the others. So I, you know, maybe step up to the office. Still be their general manager, and then See, I think I, I think pass pass on the I coaching. I want him duty. to yeah. I want him to be included in the team. Oh yeah, I don't, maybe... I don't I don't want him to get like fired or step down. No, no. Like, but know, I, like, fuck it, I absolutely quit this team. I hope he stays. But maybe with the club. yeah. But maybe they do need a different coach. I don't know. Maybe that's not, or maybe just the thought of getting a new coach is what spurs FC Edmonton to to greatness. Well, you know what I mean. We don't know what's happening next year, but there's a potentially <laughs> very long off season. So, excuse me. Like, we're probably yeah. we're, we're probably looking at again April May for kickoff next year. If knock yeah. on wood, nothing happens. So, we have like yeah, six yeah. months. We have like over six months of off season again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. So I, I I'm 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 bummed about FC Edmonton's. Uh, I just I think they could have been better. I think some of those losses could have been draws, and you know who knows what if they were. Maybe we'd be in a different. Maybe they'd be number four and advance yeah. into the group stage. But you never know. That's sports. Who knows? Yeah, that's the thing. Like that's yeah. This is sports. Even though I would, it would make me nothing but happy to see every team succeed and everyone's a winner, but. You can't, you can't do that. No, you can't get <laughs> only every, one. You can't give everyone participation ribbons. No, like the North Star Shield goes to one team and one team only at a time. Anyways. Yeah, they don't break a piece off and say you tried. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah, no, no you, don't, you don't get that. 
But so, uh, let's talk about cavalry now. We're 40 mm-hmm. minutes in, and we haven't even talked about cavalry yet. That's okay. We can talk for a good 20 minutes or so on cavalry. Um, Farsi and Haber are my new favorite people. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? Stand out, like, not just because I'm biased because cavalry is my team, but... They were just great. How, and Jordan Brown, like, too. Jordan Brown scored a lot of goals. Or he scored a bunch of goals for well, and just Cavalry even in the, 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 the last game against York Nine, they're just firing everything. He's like, he's in the area. Screw it. Shot gets blocked. Oh. Fine. Oh, I want a corner. Whatever. Like just, I like that they were just finally taking shots. They weren't pulling yeah. the Calgary Flames and being like, "Well, I'm gonna pass around." Yeah, I'm impressed with everyone on Cavalry FC returning and new players, but but just especially just with. With the two new guys, Haber and Farsi. Like, oh, man. man. They just played so well. Like They're tied for like my personal oh. like MVP this year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially they, Mo Farsi. Like, everyone thought, oh, man, how are they going to do without Escalante? Mo Farsi is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, he was just, he was always up and down that pitch. Like, just up and down. He's at this end. Oh, now he's back at this end. Oh, now he's over here. Always on the ball. I would love and I mean, to find I mean that the... literally. I mean, literally, he was always on the ball. Like, just, oh, great. I would love to find the stat where to see how much ground he covers in a game at any given time. Yeah, yeah. Because he puts in a lot of kilometers. He puts a shift in, that's for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, and then, and then Haber. Like he scored. Have... He scored the only goal in our last game oh, and... against York Nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mind you, there was some good chances by, uh, like, I know Jordan Brown had a good chance, a couple of them, if I remember. Yeah. So he had a few of them. But if everybody heard that, I'm sorry. I just I turned my Xbox on. That's okay. I didn't hear it. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I'm so impressed with with how uh, Haber <clears throat> stepped up. Because that was the thing coming in. We're like, well, how is he going to do on uh, – how is he going to play for Cavalry coming from Pacific? And... Well, there's a quick thing I wanted to mention then about that. So, yeah. you know, he, he, he came in as a sub against uh, in the last game against York 9. Under, by all means, not the greatest of situations. No, no, because he, yeah, you know, he was, Oliver Minatel had to get subbed he came out. In for, yeah, yeah, he came in for Minatel, so. Instantly. But you know what, though? How good was it to have it? Okay, that didn't, wow, I can talk. <laughs> How good was that having Jordan Brown and Marcus Haber up top? And then you had the squatty on the right. Like, that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? Do that again. Actually, I our first game of, of the group state, Cavalry, I keep saying R. <laughs> Cavalry's, Cavalry's first game of the group stage is against Pacific. How, you know what? Play Haber, like start Haber and Jose Hernandez. I think, I think. Uh, we have two of their players, so they get them both I, in there. I think Haber will, I think he'll start. I think Haber starts. Uh, I'm going to make a prediction. Yeah, I think, I, I think yeah, I think he starts. You know, throw in a little bit of a psychological edge against Pacific, um, mm-hmm. because that will. 
and this and maybe put Jose Hernandez on the bench as a sub because yeah. that's another another so former it, Pacific player. Like play some play some mind games and uh Paul Mudaka, he's he's smart. He I, I when if Tommy were were to release the sheet and that's say it hypothetically if that's what the scenario is. You know, Paul Mudaka probably has already talked to his players being like, yeah, so they're probably going to try and fuck with us. Um, expect to see these two guys on the sheet today. Oh, okay, everybody. So these two guys are on the sheet today. Don't yeah. let it, don't let it get it in your head, you know? So I, you know, he's going to do that. So do you think, uh, so going to the group stage is three games. Like, yeah. Like so for everybody who games. doesn't know with the group stage, Everybody now plays everybody once again. Yeah. And it's the top two teams that move to the final. Done. Yeah. So Cavalry has I think, right? It just goes from it goes from here to the finals, right? That's right. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's Wednesday, the ninth of September, Saturday the twelfth, Tuesday the fifteenth. So I guess you are right then. This is our semifinals. I guess this is our our group stage is the semi semifinal. I mean, pick whatever name you like. Kind of, I think. Yeah. Whatever. Um, it goes from here to the final. That's right. But Cavalry has three games. Do you think we'll see Cordova? So I I hope we see uh, Cordova. Yeah, you know, at, at least put him on the bench, sub him in. Um, I unfortunately, because I guess um, he had some kind of ankle injury. I, yeah, I guess they just couldn't they couldn't play him and because they couldn't play him now you're in the group stage I don't know if you well and now do you, kind of I don't know if you have time a, to gamble now that's the thing that like, they've kind of cemented who they like who they like to play with who and pairings and but you know what though formations if you even okay so you could start Cordova like you could start him if you have at least either Jordan Brown or Marcus Haber starting. Yeah. Because like if, one of the, you... if, if, if one of those two start, why not start um, Cordova on one of the, on, sure. on, on the wing, I guess it would be the wing. And I don't know, again, I don't know how comfortable he is playing wing. Yeah. I'm assuming that if you're a player on Tommy Wielden's team, you're going to have to get used to playing multiple positions, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Like that's probably like maybe... a prerequisite. Before you sign a contract, being like, okay, yeah, you know, Jair Cordova, all right, you're a center forward. Marcus Haber is a center forward. Jordan Brown's a center forward. Jose Hernandez is a center forward. Yeah, someone's going to be playing something else. <laughs> yeah, like maybe, maybe he starts and gets like a provisional, like, uh, like a half. You get like, okay, you get 45 minutes. Let's see what you're made of. Let's give you some real. Let's give you some real minutes. I mean, so maybe I think you, maybe maybe you try it once. Like maybe with with, on... with uh with with Minitel being out, you know, you, you do have to gamble again. So you are because it were it was working out pretty good with Minitel up front on the left. Yeah. So I guess oh pardon me. Um oh, if that came out, I don't know how much of that came out into the sound, so apologies if it did. I was just drinking some pop and um anyway. <clears throat> But yeah, it, I, he I think, was, and we don't know if Camargo is back. I, I think he, he'll be. I think he'll be on the sub list for sure. Because 
I don't know how I, serious unless he's his... still well, unless he's still injured. But well, I don't know how they never really said how serious it was. So maybe they were just keeping him fresh, probably for when they make it through, and then be like, yeah. okay, yeah, now we can play Camargo. But yeah, because you, you with Minitel being out, you do kind of have to gamble your lineup again, at least up mm-hmm. top. So you know, Pasquati is going to be on the right. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah, yeah. Wow, why, why, why not play Cordova? I mean, you have so there's three games. I would imagine you want to win. You have to, you have to, to, to kind of cement your place in the finals. You probably have to. Well, my guess, the easiest way is to win all three. Then you, don't yeah, win all about. three. You're automatically in. I, I would think that. Due to math and calculations, but what would it be? Would it be two of two of the three? I would say that if you don't get at least six points, you're probably out. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, if you get two of the three, but unless someone else is winning all three, then you have to win all three. I, I, you know what, going through is going to be based off of goal difference, probably, because you're only playing each other. Because what if? Well, I I was just going to say. Never mind. (laughs) I was just about to say, what if everybody wins? That can't happen. Um, no, yeah, no, sorry. Everybody yeah. can't win. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to have instantly the first ga- the first two games. It's it's uh, Wanderers and Forge, and then Cavalry and Pacific. Those are the first two games. So, unless I mean, unless it's draws or something, then I don't know. Well, guaranteed nine points. It's a very nine a points very gets race. you through. Well, nine points does, and you, that's the easiest. It's not the. I don't mean it's the easiest. What I mean is the math is the easiest. If you just be like, you know what, fuck all the math. We'll just win all three of them. Six points. <laughs> six points will probably get you through. If you get one loss. But six points. The team you lose it. Be... The team you lose against then also has to have a loss somewhere else. Well, and six points will get you through, but on goal difference. So the best way. For cavalry to make through to get through is just in this win all game, three of them. Well, win all three, and in this game against Pacific, score all the goals. <laughs> they score like five goals. Because <laughs> if you can get your goal difference up, then yeah. at least if yeah, you yeah. draw or lose a game, having those goals for you is get some points. Well, what might help you at the very end? Don't want to have to go to. Yeah, like they're. There's a list of all the stuff for tiebreakers of how it's like in order of what they go down the list of of how to break a tie. As far as all that, so I, the easiest way, and I don't the know easiest why, way is play another game. Win all three. Play if, if for ties. Just have the two oh, team have the two game. teams play a game, and then it's like, well, what if it, and then if it goes to a, and if it's a draw at the end of ninety, you play you play an extra half. Still draw? You go to penalty kicks. Yeah, I don't. I don't or extra time. I don't think whatever. you can. I don't think you can do like an extra. But they game. don't. They don't want to do that. But, but well, I don't think you can do an extra game. Yeah, it'll go to. Yeah, it'll be based off of. Eventually, it. Yeah, eventually it goes to penalty kicks or something. It'll go to goal difference. But so yeah, goal yeah. difference is pretty well. Goal difference is a pretty good way of breaking up ties. But. uh yeah, I mean, but as far as that goes, the it's not the easiest way, but it's definitely you don't have to worry about the math of anything. If you just win all three games, get the nine points, boom, now you're in. 
that's that's how that works. Yep. And then it's just up to the other three teams to battle it out for each other of who gets that that uh, second and only spot. So, I mean, fi- yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. I'm hoping for. Uh, I'm hoping Cavalry FC is one of those two teams. I think I, they have. I think they definitely have a shot for sure. Oh yeah, of course. Like they, I guess they have a shot as any. And the argument can be said that you know, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, they lost to Pacific, so Pacific is going to go into the game on Wednesday with a ton of confidence, being like, we already beat these guys once. Mm-hmm. We can, we can beat them again. Yeah. But Cavalry knows that, okay, we can't play like we played in the last game, so play the opposite way. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's, for both teams, it's, there's some interesting uh, mental exercises of going into the game of of where you can put yourself mentally. Pacific have, the, Pacific have their edge of having a win. Cavalry have their own internal edge of, well, we know that we can't play like that again against Pacific because we lost you know, they can watch that last game on replay and be like, okay, this is how we played and we lost. Just don't play like that. I know that's easier said than done, but that's, that's a way of, that's a way of preparation for them going into that game. So, yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be so nerve. I'm going to be so nervous watching that game. Oh yeah. Like, well, we are. Expect- you know what? We are. At the, sorry, we're just we're at, we're almost at the. We're pretty much at the fifty-five minute mark. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Final final thoughts. Well, we can probably wrap this up a little bit uh, a little bit early. We'll get. Uh, we'll roll into our interview with Jordan Brown. Yeah, because I'm sure everyone's being like, "Come on, guys, fuck, put the interview." Well, I guess. <laughs> <it'll> be... <laughs> but uh, yeah, final thoughts. Final thoughts. Of it. Any of anything you want to, anything you want to. I think if if Cavalry played the way they did in their last game against York Nine, then there's no reason why we shouldn't advance to the finals. But the only I, I and I do think the only way that we won't advance to the finals is if the players don't want it. And I'm not saying the players don't want it, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I I honestly I think the motivation of you know doing it for Oliver will be. I doing think it for be, Oliver and yeah. doing it for doing it for themselves of this is the second crack at of uh from the previous season, from the yeah, inaugural season. Is, they were so time, so they were so close. They were so close. Like they were they were close enough to see and almost touch the North Star Shield. Like they watched Forge on our turf pick up the North Star Shield. So that's that combined with Minitel of playing, getting a win for, for Oliver Minitel, I think those two things are very strong motivators for, for, some, for, yeah. some, powerful, for some powerful thoughts of going I'm, into the I'm actually stage. hoping for like a Cavalry Halifax final. That'd be sweet. Yeah. That's, that's what I want. Yeah. It's a, that'd be a heck of a game. Wanderers so. are—they're doing really good. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm just excited. I'm excited that there's uh, three game days left, all double headers. 
So it's a total of six games. Yep. With the final being slated for Saturday, September 19th, which is good because it's a Saturday. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm also excited for coming up. We're going to – we'll wrap up our stuff, but coming up is uh, Jordan Brown. Yeah, so our, I hope you – And our I, interview I, with Jordan Brown. I hope you all enjoy it. Um, again, We had fun doing it. It was um, great. Thank you to Jordan Brown for taking what little time he had available to us. It was super late in PEI, yeah. and we got a good chunk of convert. We got a, like a, a solid amount of time with him, so – yeah. Yeah. Um, thanks. Thank you for thank you for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a it was a great it was a great interview. It was it was a good conversation and uh, we I hope look at, that you know, uh, everyone enjoys it. Was it. A good, it was a, it was a good it was a good conversation. conversation. Yeah, yeah. It was a great conversation. But yeah, but uh, that that'll bring us to the end of our of our ramblings. Uh, thanks for listening to Paul and I talk. Uh, this is episode thirty five continues, but. Thank you for listening. Um, if you're not already uh, subscribed to any of our stuff, we're on. Uh, we record on Anchor. That's how we're recording this. So our library of stuff is on there. If you if you have Anchor, um, Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Radio Public. Um, we're newly on Overcast. That's it. You, you can find us all on those things. Um, on any of those things, if you feel like leaving a, however they do, reviews or star ratings or out of 10 ratings or out of 5 ratings, whatever that rating system that they use is, maybe give us a rating. Leave us a review. Yeah. Maybe uh, you like us. Maybe you don't. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. We're on Facebook. Just search our just 90 Minute Life on Facebook. All one word, I do believe. Yes. And uh, our email's there too, if you want to leave an email of whatever you want to compliment or to ask questions or topic discussions, anything you want, throw us a line on there. And uh, yeah, thank you for thank you for listening, and enjoy the interview with or conversation with yeah. uh, Jordan Brown. Exactly. Sweet. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. See you. Bye. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to a 90-minute life. Um, as always, uh, you're with your hosts. I'm Paul, and joined by my brother Josh. And we actually have a special we have a special treat for everybody. Uh, we're joined by a guest and future CPL Hall of Famer and uh, a cavalry score extraordinaire, Jordan Brown. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Not a Hall of yeah, Famer it's... yet. <laughs> 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 no, nowhere near yet. Well, you're oh. you're on your way with uh, with your level of play. So <laughs> yeah, hope, yeah hope to a... keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for for new listeners, you know, thanks for joining us. And to, just a quick little thing of how we do things. So we call our podcast Ninety Minute Life. We structure it around a ninety minute football match, and we do well. Actually, now with a with a season in full tilt, pretty much or what season we have, uh, we do like a full 90 of, of footy stuff. And then we also, because it's called 90 minute life, we like to branch off in other stuff, music and you know, what, what are we doing pretty much? And so 
Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do. We'll, this will include the the footy stuff, and you know what? We'll just dive right into it. So a current a current theme on ninety minute life has been community, and we are fortunate enough to talk with the leader of the foot soldiers, Sean Clark, and he gave his input on how impact that the CPL and cavalry has had because we are in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, what impact has that had on the community? And 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 Jordan. Um, with I guess your second season and now you're in well you're in PEI I guess but mm-hmm. be, being a player and being pretty much thrown right into it um, what have what have you seen you know with the with cavalry and everything what impact have you seen on the community so far uh, yeah um, well you can talk about two different communities there's a community in uh, Calgary of course. Um, that one that was built, you know, many many years before even the league actually got announced last last year, and yeah. then you could also talk about um the community in uh, the the island we're in now, Prince Edward Island. Um, so um, if you're talking about just briefly talking about you know the impact we've had on the community here, um, I know the you know it's it's a big deal for them as um you know you could imagine it's bringing a lot of uh, revenue and economic um you know uh rewards into their into their island having us here um yeah with the league putting in money into everything and um yeah for them you know it's a big deal as uh they can actually say that they've hosted um you know uh, such a prestigious tournament like this and then uh in the future you know maybe you never know um it could inspire young kids i know young kids now that um, they're actually having an insight into what goes on here. Um, they're, they're allowing, I don't know what the number is, but they're allowing people to watch games. Uh, you know, there was a couple, mm-hmm. I don't know if there was kids. I, there was a few kids the other day uh, watching one of our games on the side. Um, I don't know if you can see on the virtual on a virtual screen when you're watching. Um, occasionally, not. yeah. Yeah, occasionally, depending upon where the camera angle goes. Like if they're doing a close-up of a player, then it gets rid of the virtual stuff and you can see the sidelines and you can see, mm-hmm. like, oh, there's people in lawn chairs sitting there. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was only like the last, um, I think only happened at our last match. Um, not sure about. It's really new, yeah. Just the last couple days, maybe the last four days of, yeah. of league play has had some fans and i felt sorry for them in our game because it, just, it came pouring down with rain and it was just no protection oh, for them so yeah it, it, it looked on the on the screen on tv it was just like it looked like it was just coming down in sheets like it was just yeah super intense rain i'm like wow that must it almost looks like it hurts <laughs> yeah it was like um i remember we had a, a free kick or corner i think it was a, a free kick and then um yeah couldn't see you know we were trying to <laughs> Go head the ball, but I couldn't even see like where the ball was. So <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's been it's been good on that front with uh, you know the supporters in in PEI, and then um, yeah, just going back to um, you know the supporters in Calgary. Um, yeah, um, I, I can imagine it, it means a lot. Um, you know, having us uh, having us there. You know, a new team. Things that people have been dreaming for for years um, that you know just hasn't come to fruition, mm-hmm. and um, you know this this season not being able to play in front of you know you guys. 
and you know big loss for us and also i can imagine for you guys you know just a a a hole that you know you guys want to you know you want to fill in your 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 day-to-day lives or or weekend wanting to go watch a game and stuff bring your family or whoever you go with like you you two are brothers right so you know um sharing that bond going to watch games and stuff i I know that's a, a big deal for many people in the calgary community yeah and i and i guess maybe uh a, kind of on the same kind of on the same lines i guess how important is it for any level of player to have like a strong community foundation because you'll have your you know you have your local community wherever you grow up oh, and and then you know maybe you have your you know your football community and and with you coming from from london I believe it was London, right? I should probably get that right before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm from London. So I guess you know how how important is it to, I guess, a community sense to either for support or um, there's a word that I'm it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't think of it. But I guess you know how important is it to have a sense of community, especially when you're coming from somewhere, you know, a new country, new league and stuff like that. Like how important is it, is that for a player? Yeah, for me, it's so important because uh, it's, you know where you come from, right? Um, and it's something where you can always go back to and you're always in touch with. I believe if um, if you leave your community, um, you should never forget where you're from and you should always, you know, give back to your community. Um, you know, whatever situation you may be in. Um, so, you know, that's something that I actually did um, going back last off-season where I was, like, uh, doing coaching for schools in my borough. Oh, cool. Um, oh, no way. And think, that's awesome. Yeah, and things like that for the kids. That's you know? awesome. Um, so they, you know, some of them probably too young to, um, as they didn't grow up, uh, you know, watching me go through like the the gears between age groups and stuff, and I'm not like a famous person, um, so to speak. So they wouldn't exactly know who I am. But um, explaining my story to them, knowing that um, I was in their situation, and you know, I've um, done a little bit in my career so far. Um, you know, that's that's something that makes me proud. That you know, I can provide inspiration for them and. They can go on and maybe um, spark something in in their life where they want to become a professional soccer yeah. player. You know, that's really um, cool. Yeah, and and especially in 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 today's world and you know what's going on with everything, it's you know what I I believe and maybe if if I, even if I have to you know I, I guess we're stuck wearing masks when we go out. All right, if no one can see my smile, you know what? Maybe you give someone a thumbs up or you say. Mm-hmm good job or every i i firmly believe any little positive thing has a positive effect at some point in time yeah 100 100 percent um i feel i feel like um calgarians they've got that like locked down you know to a t you know they've mastered that type of that sense of uh you know like just reassurance as a as a human human and humanity like type of thing you know like um you know people in calgary are very welcoming just mm-hmm. tend to be just nice people you know um and you even see it just day to day how people react to certain stuff like 
even like um i always use the example like you go on the highway and maybe like uh, you're in the wrong lane and you know you cut across somebody um and you just want to go ahead or whatever and then you know they're not honking their horns at you they're not swearing at you you know in london that is like just normal you know you just yeah like that's just how it is but when you actually think yeah. about it it's actually like yeah why is that person angry why is that person um swearing at me like there's no need you know like type of thing so um you you get the sense of just normality um you know and i think um yeah i think in calgary people have that uh you know they have that that lockdown and they do a good job of making people feel good and welcomed and um very uh, positive and uh you know supportive yeah. so yeah i would totally. say calgarians they tend to be really good people that's been Which, my experience um sorry paul i don't mean to, no, no, not, to interrupt sorry. you um so I, like so uh, i'm a newer uh, fan of uh, football i i got my brother mm-hmm. like paul he's been like he's the family soccer nerd yep and uh mm-hmm. it must have been about 2012 when i really started to kind of really get into it. it so it was paul he's texting me like dude canada has a soccer league now i'm like what that's cool but um, to your comments about Calgarians, uh, meeting the foot soldiers for the first time for me was, you know, Paul brings me in and, you know, there's uh, Tom. It was one of the events, too, where there were some players and Tommy Wheeldon Jr. was in there talking. And I was like, everyone's really nice. Like, this is this is a pro league, but I can talk to people. I can give them a handshake. This is cool. Like, this is really mm-hmm. nice. And, and the foot soldiers, uh, every one of them I've met, every one of them has been like just super nice and welcoming like oh you're here you're new to about football let me tell you about football <laughs> yeah 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 um I, I, i'll always say it like you know whatever happens in my career and you know wherever i, I go you know i'll never e- ever have a situation like this um, as unique as unique as this situation ever because um just the proximity you get to the fans and, you know, how close you are just physically and, um, you know, emotionally and, uh, you know, as you, 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 you end up knowing these people, you yeah. know? So, um, like, uh, I remember, I think I actually remember when I met, uh, Paul actually, um, it was at, um, yeah. Barcelona. <laughs> it was at yeah. the Barcelona pub. So, I was like, all right, Jordan Brown is here. And he's a fellow Arsenal fan and came up through the academy. Yeah. All right, I have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so that, that's what I mean. Like, I'll, I don't know from other teams I've played for, I can't tell you one fan's name, you know. I can never do that. So um, just having, you know, the supporters um, being so close to the players is, is, is massive, you know. It creates just, um, you know, history, it creates a connection um, and it creates like a, a community, you know, oh what we were just God. talking about where um, it's, it's just big for the whole organization totally. and yeah. everything moving forward. Totally. And that was, actually I think, in, f- Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was, I, I was just going to, I think that's super to bring that into like today's times. I think that's even more important now than ever with like the way, the way the world is right now. And I mean, you guys are in a, a Prince Edward Island bubble right now. And 
it, it's I think in times like this, it's even more important that unity and connection of players to fans, of leagues to fans to country. Like, oh. I, I think it's, um, like, I uh, it was like the, uh, last week when uh, uh, you played um, Atletico Ottawa. I got to say that first ten minutes, like that was, it's super like Bravo! super emotional. By the way, they just scored. <laughs> they, just, they just they just did. scored. Yep. By the way. Oh. So it's gonna get interesting. This <laughs> yeah. Wow. In the... Wow. And what minute is that? Wow. Ninth How much minute. stoppage time is there going to be? We've seen that. You know what? It's it's not over till it's over. Almost in this tournament. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's so wild. Yeah. But um, going back to what you just said. That's all right. Sorry, oh, no problem. Um, yeah, I, no problem. Um, your question was. Uh, well, it's just. Was well, it was just more of like um, I think just with the way the world is right now, like in in times like with COVID and everything that's going on, like the unity and connection of players and league to fans, I think that's what's unique about the Canadian Premier League. And I I think it's I don't know I don't want to put words into your guys' mouths, but that must be I know it's important, but now more than ever, how important is it with like the connection with fans and the closeness of the league and the fans. Yeah, um, you know, we even had a discussion like the other day with the league and stuff, and we just said like that that's something that the league um they can, you know, stand out on in ahead of other leagues in the world, you know. Um they could be that, you know, shining light where it could be just uh, just little things, you know, whether they, they take a, a big stance of um equality issues and um you know, whether it be doing things for the fans, um, whether it be, um, you know, it could be something small as well. You know, it doesn't have to be something big, but um, everything that I believe that, you know, our club is doing is 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 in the right direction. Because, like I said before, it just builds a community, a connection, and it gets people into soccer that's never... Absolutely. Basically, uh, they've never they've never even liked soccer before. Maybe <laughs> they've just they've just seen it on TV and they flip the channel over and then you know that's that. But um, maybe if you hear like, oh, these guys they they're doing really well and you know they're from Calgary um, and you know I've met I met one of the players yesterday and you know something like that. Then these are the type of things that can get people um, you know really involved in. Um, passionate about it and you know you see different sides of uh, you know more than the athlete um, it doesn't have to be you know uh, the player is on the pitch and you know the fans are in the stands mm-hmm. um, it can be it can be more than that totally. so um, yeah I feel I feel like um, the league and our club especially they're doing a real big uh, good job on I mean, that you can actually and even on the like I, I guess you know I'm not a player. I, I like to call I'm I'm an armchair I'm an armchair manager, which is <laughs> and just based off of what I've seen, whether it be live last year and and watching this year, you can see where cavalry and that might sound biased because cavalry is obviously the club that I cheer for and support, but you can see the level of unity and you know togetherness and cohesion and chemistry and all that with everybody like everyone seems to be on the same page it, it almost seems like when you guys win you win as a team when you, if you 
you know, when you guys lose, you lose as a team, you know, it's, everything is team based and it's always together. It seems where I've, I've kind of thought maybe other clubs maybe lack that a little bit, but I see a lot of that with cavalry. Yeah. Um, you know, on previous teams I've played for, um, just a flashback, you always have, uh, you know, I would say there's, there's a, you know, there's, in football, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of good players and everybody's at a professional level for a reason. Um, I feel like it, the difference is that cohesion in the team, obviously a manager, obviously um, many other, you know, factors, situations, but um, one of the main things is taking accountability for, you know, your, your mistakes, um, you know, owning up to them. Um, I played on other teams before in the past where, you know, people would shift blame and other stuff because they were like a core player in the team. And, you know, they've been there for like a lot of years, so they wouldn't take that responsibility almost and they were always comfortable. But in this team, like, I feel like everyone's playing um, like it's their last game. Yeah. You know? um, I can't really remember many games where we've had like, like when you watch it back, it's been like, oh my God, really bad performances. Maybe you could say like the last couple games um, hasn't really been us. But um, even if you watch the game back, like we still did many good things. And, um, we worked as a team. Yeah. And, you know, even, even when we do lose, um, you know, everyone's taking accountability and and putting their hand up and being like, I could have done this better or whatever. And then same goes for when we're doing well, you know. Um, when someone's doing well or, or, you know, someone has a good moment, it's all to do with, oh, yeah, um, I did that because my teammates helped me or, you know, um, whether that be the staff or um, even like, <laughs> even like uh, our physio or sports scientist, you know, I feel like, um, everyone acknowledges like the roles um, that everyone mm-hmm. plays in to be in a, a good team. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say that's the difference. Um, a lot of other managers and teams I see, they're always, uh, you know, making people a scapegoat, yeah. so, um, which is never good for team cohesion, like you were just saying. Oh, yeah, totally. And and I think, and maybe uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up because... Uh... It's like what is it? It's a three-hour difference over in PEI, I think, right? Uh, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's yeah, 11, it's 11 o'clock, o'clock. So yeah. uh, we'll 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 get this uh, at we, the end here. Um, Josh, you wanted to mention something about the island games, I think, right? Well, um, I just I was just curious of um, how have the island games been so far? Like, I know, like we've we've seen results and we've seen I've, I've watched every game of the island games so far, but just in general, like. Mm-hmm. What is the like? What is it? What has this experience been like for you? Like the season is a is a tournament style season. It's super short. Uh, uh, you're in like a you're in the uh, CPL bubble and the cavalry bubble. Like what's what's uh just kind of a more broader general thing of what what has that been like? Yeah, it's been uh, very weird. You know, I've never experienced anything like this. Uh, you know, the last time I did was when I was like a youth player. You know, so. Um, for me to be here for this amount of time playing competitive football, um, competitive games is has been unique. Um, something that I'll never yeah. forget, you know. Um, and the actual format is, you know, one where you know it's 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 one where you have to 
get through these block of games to get to the next round. There's no second chances. There's yeah. no, you know, so you got to make sure that you get enough points to advance to the second mm-hmm. round um, and finish in the top half um, of the table. So, um, you know, that kind of, uh, you know, it's good because every game, uh, you know, you play like it's your last game because, you know, it can count towards the end. Um, that's why you're seeing a lot of late goals and stuff like that. But, um, you know, uh, you'll probably realise uh, next season, if there is a season on, with fans and stuff in normal stadiums, you'll see that a lot of teams towards the end of the game, they won't have the same fight and the same drive. Um, maybe if they're like, I don't know, uh, a bottom of the league t- uh, table team as they do yeah. here. Because here, you know, that point could actually mean that you go to the next yep. round. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if you're like, say, for example, don't want to throw them under the bus, but if you're like Halifax last season, like, you know, if you're in the mindset of, uh, you know, let's put it right, like a loser, a loser mentality and you're losing every week and everything like that, if you're losing, let's say, for example, 2-0 to the Cavs away from home and it's the last five minutes of the game, you know, some players, they might not try as hard as, you know, if they're actually yeah. here and um, they, you know, th- that they can get a point um, and that point can see them to the next round type of thing. So um, I- I'll say every game is really more intense than last year. And um, totally. secondly, with, you know, like the living situation, um, we're literally... <laughs> You know, in a very luxurious. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's uh, the only place you can go yeah. see after the game. You play a game, you go back to the hotel, or you know <laughs> exactly. And that that bus, that bus ride to the to the pitch is like you're you're getting extradited. You know? so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so no kidding, eh? it's really it's really like no room to you know. Um, to have bad habits. Um, yeah, or someone's gonna call you off for them really fast or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no so, sneaking, uh, yeah, no yeah. sneaking after game uh, brews or, or, or. No, there's been a few. There's been a few times we had good performances and stuff, but um, you know that's a team thing. You know, like it's not like um, you know, people are going to a bar and then you end up stumbling back to your <laughs> room at three o'clock yeah. in the morning. You know, there's been none of that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, it's been good. It's been good um, just to be in a place and, and be focused for a certain amount of time. And we know it's a short amount of time and there's loads of rewards. If you end up winning this thing, you go to CONCACAF, you play an MLS team and you're in history books. Yeah. Cool. Is, How there cool is, is so that? so much reward, actually. Like, yeah, yeah. You, if you win, like the winner of this tournament or the season, I guess, whoever wins the North Star Shield, boom, you're in the finals for the Canadian Championship against an MLS team. Mm-hmm. And then if you win that, you're in the CONCACAF Champions League next year. Like Exactly. You, Crazy. Because uh, yeah. Forge, they're in the, uh, this, it's called like the CONCACAF League. So I guess like, yeah, it's like the exactly. CONCACAF Europa, pretty much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you can win yeah. the Canadian Championship, you skip all that One and then game. boom. Like this, yeah, and you're playing against the the best teams, you know, like in in this part of the world. It's yeah. crazy, yeah. When you think about it, um, and then if you win that, <laughs> you can play against the Champions League, 
Champions League team. Well, yeah. How wild would that Maybe be? Maybe getting ahead of us. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's good to have like you know like maybe some maybe five year out goals or something you know like okay I've got my six month goal my year goal maybe I've got some ten year goals. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So no, it's you know obviously you play to to win and you play to win every game that you participate in. You know if you if you tried your hardest and you just weren't good enough in the day you can't ask for anything yeah. more, right? So, but I feel like with this tournament and this setup and the league we're in, I feel like um, we are good enough and there is no team that, you know, can beat us if it's, you know, out of 10 games, I think we we win six of them, you know, at least minimum. So um, I feel like, um, yeah, we have a good team and just need to get back to winning ways and get back to good performances. Well, we're totally. going to be cheering super loud for you in the, in the last game against... Uh in the game upcoming with York nine. So we'll be, we'll be yelling at our TVs positively and, and uh, it'll be, it'll be fantastic. I'm so much, I'm so looking forward to that game. I I tell everybody I work every day that they should be, uh, you know, come to me and I'll tell you all about this. Like I work with a lady and our accountant at work and she's now, I took her to a game last year and she, her and her, her and her partner, they instantly fell in love with uh, the Canadian Premier League. And mm-hmm. then when she found out, due to where she's from, when she found out that Atletico Madrid is behind Atletico Ottawa, she goes, okay, Josh, I might be going for Atletico Ottawa. And I was like, hey, that's okay. You can turn your yeah. desk into Atletico Ottawa. I'll turn mine already into Cavalry FC. And we can now talk about it every day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's good, you know. Like, um, And I feel like the, the culture in Canada is very different with, uh, you know, supporting teams. Um, you can show passion without, you know, hurting anyone. Without, you know, absolutely being abusive. Absolutely. You know, you don't have to rip people's heads off. Yeah. You know, um, to show how passionate you are. Um, so I feel like that's a, you know, that's a testament to how uh, Canadian sports fans uh, are in in this country. It's like a, a rising tide raises raises all the ships. You know, like. We we can mm-hmm. all succeed in whichever metric of success that you use to measure success. Like, yeah, we we can succeed without someone else having to fail. Like, the, it does that. It's exactly. not. It doesn't have to be that kind of a black and white. You know, we can all succeed. At least I don't. Maybe yeah. maybe I'm a little too uh, a little too nice about that. But no, I'm <laughs> I'm the same way. You know, um, same goes to like say for example my uh, one of my teammates. Um, He's been my friend for like seven years now. Um, and, you know, he's a striker in our team, Marcus Haber. Yeah. Um, I met him when I was back in England. And, yeah, you know, we played the same position. You know, there's competition there because uh, more, more times than not, we're playing one striker. But, you know, we want each other to do well. You know, we want each other to do as good as yep. the other one. So that's the same kind of uh, situation as... Basically, you just basically put it, yeah. So, no, I totally get that. That's cool. Um, I have, I have one last, uh, one last thing. I, yeah. I hope we're not taking too much of your time, but no, no. Um, uh, my brother and I, we've speculated about it. Um, the future of uh, so we got the island games this year. That's what this season is going to be, which is which is fine. It's no problem. Uh, going into next year, 
uh, I don't know about what's going to happen with seasons and fans in the stadiums and stuff, but assuming that the Island games for however the Canadian Premier League deems it a success, we'll assume that they will deem it a success. Is this something that just a complete speculative idea? Do you think the Island games could become like a, maybe there's a more shortened abridged version of it where it's like, it's how the CPL kicks off every season. They go to PEI, they go to Charlottetown every year, annual thing. You play for a couple of weeks, you get a medal at the end of it. At the end of it, now we're into the, like a preseason, season. like a preseason like tournament, a, yeah, or it's, like it, a or like a community mm-hmm. shield, which Arsenal won, by the way, in penalty kicks. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I feel like um, I feel like maybe they should do. Yeah, that's a good idea. To be honest, I feel I, I feel like if you want to have a longer season as a business and you want to make more money um, as a business yeah. and as a league and more exposure and. It's better for the players because they get more games in. I would say do exactly like what you just said. Do a format like this because um, the problem you have in Canada, why you can't, is the weather, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Um, so I feel like if you do it in a location like this where maybe there's just rain and you know wind, it might not be good to view you know, as much as it would be in sunny conditions, but... You know, if it's still viewable and, um, you know, fans can still clearly see the game on TV yeah. and there's no problem watching it, then why not? And then you start the season like that. Um, I was actually talking about this the other day. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah, but I, I was I suggested uh, Vancouver or one of those Hey, places. sure, yeah. yeah. Or maybe maybe they trade off. Maybe, maybe it's like the coastal tournament and every year it switches east-west, mm. east-west. You know, I'll, yeah, I'll know. buy a T-shirt of it every year. It's no problem. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you win that. Say, for example, if you win that, then you go into the normal season where it's like 28 games, how it was supposed to be this season. Yeah. And then instead of having a playoff format where I think it was like the top two, three teams or top four teams go into the playoff this I year. Think so, yeah. This yeah. year, yeah, it's the top yeah, four, it was like, yeah. Yeah, instead of doing that, then you have the, the people who, or the team who won this a competition say for example if that's how you start the season yeah. then they would go straight into the final and then whoever wins the 28 season one oh, then they go oh into the that's final. cool actually Whoa, I, like I like that yeah yeah um i think that would be a good idea as well so and it gives you more it gives you more totally. games and it, uh, the the yeah. time off you know, as an athlete, it isn't i'm not gonna lie it's not the best um when you compare it to other countries yeah. Um, you know, other countries are paid in England and stuff. You only have, you know, not even like not even two months off. You have like seven weeks, six weeks sometimes. Yeah. So, um, and then you get back straight back to it. So then you're playing um, compared to Canada, where you're playing, you know, six months. Yeah. Um, in England, you're playing like ten months. You yeah. Know? So, um, I feel like that that could be something that they could change. You know, um, and. It could be an idea for the future. Yeah, like, and plus, it's good for if it goes to Vancouver, if it goes to, if it bounces between Vancouver and Charlottetown. Like, if it's in Charlottetown, I mean, it could also be a metric of, um, okay, well, if year after year, if this many people are visiting it from the local area, maybe PEI mm-hmm. can be a future host of a, an expansion team or something. But, but exactly. even aside from that, you get all the tourism that every like. People like me and my brother, we come out, we 
we take a yearly vacation to PEI and you know go watch the island games every year or something. Yeah, yeah like you know, especially if f- uh, fans are allowed back in the stadium, you know that's mm-hmm. um, that's how you get your money um, as a business, yeah, right? Totally. Um, and you promote it like that, where everyone knows, um, like you just said, like um, you know it's going to be held here, and you know um, it could you know alternate. Um, year to year on where you where you host it and then it could just be like um, yeah it could just be something good for communities and you know everything like that and um, especially for like a place like Charlottetown you know they don't have a team they don't really have much for professional sports so in a league where like the CPL says we're from coast to coast you know I think it makes them feel included and that makes them well, it makes it, it makes them feel special that hey you know we get to host this thing and yeah, it's a big thing, you know, because I, I'm not gonna lie, I had never heard of uh, Charlottetown before I came <laughs> here. So, yeah. yeah, so for me, no, I know like where it is and stuff. Um, I'll, I'll actually go back to visit because uh, I haven't seen anything of it. So, um, you know, before whenever that is, um, I want to go back to to actually see like what the island's about, you know, um. Totally. whether it be food um going on boats or whatever that may be yeah um i would want to you know experience that show or have the full experience of it you know so yeah 100 percent. i agree awesome That's cool well i think we uh, we won't take up any more of your time um thank you thank you very much jordan for uh for taking the time to talk to us today in your extremely busy schedule so we we really appreciate it thank you yeah thank you very much no worries guys my pleasure my pleasure 100 percent. anytime uh just say the word and i'll be on here awesome cool. awesome Perfect. That, that that you just made me blush and it's yeah, too digital. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh no we'll, you know give york nine hell tomorrow and yeah go on okay no awesome. problem. all right thank you jordan